0: Sean J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: Mike, first of all, don't get enamored by the great view of the Brooklyn Bridge over there as well as the East River because that's only going to fool you. Tomorrow it'll be snowing. But (laughs) (laughs) as a a general... Just beautiful. Yeah, as a general manager, Mike, how many PI guys did you sign in your general manager tenure? What I mean by that is... Not pass interference guys, but pile inspectors guy that guys that would run up on the pile and inspect the pile but not want to <laughs> get in it
2: yeah, that's totally fair there was a one of our special team coaches actually has a stat of J, J, J-O-P, jump on pile. <laughs> See, J-O-P, J-O-P, jump on
3: pile. Yeah. <laughs> but pile inspector, like I'm sitting alone in my office watching highlights or I'm at home watching the game, and now I'm looking for pile inspectors oh, and I'm of, laughing like an everywhere. idiot. Yeah, People everywhere. are like, what's so funny? I'm just like, I, I can't.
1: I, every every I can't. single Sunday I can find a guy and point to him and say he's a pile inspector. Pile inspector. He's going to run over there. And look at it. Or the J.O.P. guy, right, Mike? Yeah, the yeah. guy who
2: wants to get the assist. Yeah, now, the juxtaposition of that, guys, is poor Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde last night. When they're sitting there, and they're the last sign of defense between Derrick Henry and, and like, that that is the exact opposite. Like you're Jump you, out of the way. Or you got to get them down, but you want to try to live to fight another day. There was a couple of times where they were both... The business la- decision. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. Business man. decision. Yeah. I yeah. get it.
1: <laughs> Defensive sure. backs going up against a 250-pound guy who's probably gaining weight as the season goes on. You don't want to get man, I think. And running twenty two miles an hour. You want no no parts of that. Oh. None at all. You could clearly see it. Remember in the video I was pointing, I'm like, yeah, that dude sidestepped that. He didn't want no parts of it. Yeah. Business decisions been around forever. Pile inspector? Inspector,
3: you can always see these guys running up. <laughs> Run up. Let me see the- what's going on here. I like, like, oh, let, me let me see. are going to take out the magnifying glass or something? Keyshawn J. Willamax, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline.
1: Jump on pile. <laughs> Jump on pile.
3: Um, okay, so Dan Orlovsky yesterday Uh-oh. on get-, get Up added yet another f- great football phrase. Listen to Dan
4: players in the locker room don't like Timmy Toughnut coaches when you're losing football oh. games. <laughs> Timmy Toughnuts Tough from Joe Judge Yeah. and you're losing football games yeah. and your quarterback goes everybody on your team is hurt you're down 38 to 3 at, half, or at the end of the game <laughs> what that, Timmy
5: Toughnuts ah! Tough your no. quarterback
4: is still in the Woo. game with like two minutes to go, and he's taking shots oh. when everybody on your team is hurt. Like it's, this is just a disappointment hey man, by John. Here is the, Giants, okay, the, prize, tell the tell best dad joke you ever told. Yeah.
1: yeah, I would have to go to Mike catching him, you know, ninth game of the year, and put my hands up like Mike. Come on, man, you got We got to do better than this because you got a coach, and Dan is right. At some point, that noise is it, it falls on deaf ears. You don't want to keep hearing a coach say the same things. Every single time we lose. We're not getting any results. And Joe Judge is giving us information that we don't want. Tell us how to win the damn game, not lose
2: it. But, Key, here's why I see it differently. If we're the Maras and the Tishas, when we made this decision, and let's give them credit because they're always being criticized as conservative in the box, they hired a guy that was, let's face it, a little bit under the radar, much the way Sean A been. little bit. Yeah, Brandon Staley was with the Chargers. And all I'm saying is if they knew – that we're making a decision for 18 months. There's no way they were to hire Joe Judge. I think they were hiring a guy that they believed in his character, his intelligence, his work ethic, work with Saban, Belichick, and that we're not making an 18-month decision. So if I'm them, the worst decision is not firing Joe Judge. It's for him to go on and be successful someplace else. Good. And don't don't take this out of context, but I work for Bill Belichick in Cleveland, and I work for him in, in New York. He's the same guy. Now, he's evolved, he's learned, but the principles are the same. And the worst thing that can happen is if Joe Judge goes someplace else and turns out to be a good coach. But
1: here's the problem with what you just said, and you was in the room in Cleveland, Mike. Belichick was a good coach. Yes. He made the playoffs. Yep. Whatever went on with Art Modell, and all, that, that was different. Yep. We know Bill was a good coach. Yep. He ran out of time, and he wanted to do it his way, and they wouldn't allow him to do it his way. Here's the problem that I have with Joe Judge. You mentioned Sean McVay. Sean McVay was a coordinator running an offense with a bright mind. We saw what the results paid off for the Rams. Staley was a coordinator running a unit on the defensive side of the ball. Paid off for the Chargers so far. Joe Judge was moved from receiver coach with part-time duties as a special teams coach. They hired him on those principles, they thought
6: they were getting the next John Harbaugh? It's just so funny to me. Like, I mean, last year, though, the narrative was we like the direction this team is going. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to fire him?
1: No, Jay. Here's what I would say. If you remember last year, one of the things me and Bart Scott said, that's cool you coming in with some Bill Parcells principles. You're going to run the coaches, and you're going to do all this sort of goofy stuff. If you're winning, it's okay. But when you don't win at a high clip, and you continue to try to sell the team on the same things, it's going to fall on deaf ears. Let them lose about four more games. But Keith, I hear, but see you, what happens. But
6: your your argument before when we talked about, not argument, you backing Dave Gettleman for another year a couple of weeks ago due to injuries is the same argument that you could have for Joe Judge. Like this team has not been full strength. Now, look. I'm quick. I had questions even watching the Rams is, game. We're like, why are you QB sneaking the quarterback that just came off concussion protocol? Because he's from Duke. <laughs> exactly. You're trying to hurt us. But uh, if, you're, if you're saying that this team is not fully healthy with all the injuries they're having, then that means you will have to give Joe Judge you and Dave get him another year. And I, the last thing I will say is that cultures are not built in just 18 months, man. It's about how
1: you out there performing and playing. I understand. It's not about the wins and the losses. If you out there like they did last year, Despite having injuries and all the, the lack of play, they were fighting. They were tough last year. This year, you look – I was at the game. I looked at that. I'm like, man, I got to get out of here. Yeah, can, can, well, I, wait, wanna, wait, I got go a question. Ahead, same, Guys,
2: if Bill Parcells or Bill Belichick had coached that giant team this past week, you think the result would have been different? This is a team that's playing See, like – See, I'm biased. I'm biased because I was on a 1-15 team. Yeah, I know. I know. And we got there, and the rest is history, and they're great coaches. My point is, they are so decimated in injuries, I think it's really hard to evaluate Joe Judge. And I'm telling you, the worst thing that can happen is if they move on from him, I actually believe in him. I think he's going to be a really good coach. It takes time. And I would put it more on Leonard Williams, James Bradbury. Those guys have gone backwards, and I, I, I don't know. I just feel like... To make a decision like that, it's just way too soon. All right, let's 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 hear from Joe Judge, Giants head coach. Here's what he said
3: yesterday. This is one day after the Giants blowout loss to the Rams.
4: This is definitely going to get better. I don't know what kind of guarantee they want, but I can assure everyone out there is a Giants fan and they want to know when it's going to turn. I can tell right now, we're working tirelessly to make sure we get this thing <laughs> turned in the right direction, not just for short-term results, but for long-term success.
3: You know, when Dan Orlovsky talks about Timmy Toughnuts, whatever, right? Like the t- I understand, Key, what you mean. If you're losing, and, 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 let me let me try and explain, articulate this. People equate the toughness with winning, genuine toughness, right? But even the toughest people, if you're in a losing situation and you're getting physically beaten up, are going to want to quit. Muhammad Ali wanted to quit in the thriller in Manila. I saw, I saw a certain. Okay, I'll say I saw Eli Manning, who I have so much respect for, as one of the toughest football players I've ever seen. Turf coming out of the side of his helmet, helmet, never missing a game. I saw Eli in body language and certain Giants season where they lost a lot and had a terrible offensive line, thinking, oh, my God. You could see it in his face, like, I'm about to take a beating and we're going to lose. I've seen it among the toughest. Toughest players, so I think when Dan says Timmy Toughnuts, what he's saying is toughness by itself is—it's going to break eventually. It's not going to win if you don't put us in a position to F- win. Fall
1: on deaf ears at some point. Help me out here, Mike. When I walk through the when I walk through the locker room, there's a sign: No excuses. Don't complain. Just find results. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to hear, "Oh, we hurt." I don't want to hear. Kyle Shanahan team was decimated last year. And he was finding ways to win football games. That's all I'm saying. Now I'm never, I never want to call for a coach's head, but in this situation, if they continue to keep losing, and all of a sudden you're sitting at one and five, and all of a sudden you're one and six, seven and eight and nine, that team will move away from you as a coach because they don't want to keep hearing. And what I was saying is, I was one and fifteen. Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells came in there. And we was one game away from making the playoffs. So had we beat Detroit, right, yeah. we go to the playoffs. Well, you know, flea flick pass, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called that. It wasn't me.
2: <laughs> Leon Johnson. That's right. Ouch. But, yep. but ahead, the man. point to me is, like, if you give up on a guy too soon, look at Pete Carroll. Stumbles at the Jets, goes to New England, gets a little bit better. Obviously, great at SC. The rest is history. So if we're saying that a quarterback is a developmental position – Head coach is a developmental position, and you make a decision a year and a half ago. Why would you pull the plug so soon?
6: All I'm saying is, man, coach like Coach K would have never made it in today's society. Y'all ready to fire him after 18 months? I mean, he had a horrible record after 18 months. I'm just saying, you have to at least give it some ample time. well,
1: I'm not a giant fan. I'm just giving, you know, giving the giving Y'all keep on talking about the Giants need to give them hope and all. I get it. You know, know no question about it.
3: You know something about Joe Judge, low key they may be losing patience, right, because they don't feel like he's putting them in a position to win. But talking the way he talked on the way in the door, I'm surprised he got the team to play as hard as he did last year. And that tells me that that
1: they believed at least last year that he had their best interest at heart. That, That happens every single year with teams. When you come into the building, everybody, and I say that I've been saying this for years, and you can look at it. And without even getting in the computer, in the top of your mind, when a new coach comes into a situation, typically that team starts to really do well. Then they take on the personality and they start to get the type of players that that personality, that that coach has. And then that team really shows you its true colors. Over how much
3: time, though, to Jay's point about Coach K., How long, because we talk about this with quarterbacks. Back in the day, Drew Brees won any good for three years, right? And then eventually didn't even wind up in that town, got dealt out of town. How long should a a rope should you have for a new head coach to show that, yes, if given, you know, like how
1: much is, is enough time? I need to see heel up, not heel down. I need to see this.
2: Every year? Every single year. I don't need to see. I, I think Max would make a great point, though. Like, if we were having this conversation in July or August, guys, we'd be like, oh, Cliff Kingsbury, he's on the hot seat. It's been a disappointment. He may be the coach of the year now. Like, it takes mm-hmm. a minute to become a head coach. And all I'm saying is, like.
1: But every single year, Mike, Cliff Kingsbury won more games.
2: Joe Judge is going backwards right now. Right, right. But, key, but coming into the season, like, we, we all said, like, this was a really important year in Arizona. They haven't lived up to their expectations. Josh Rosen, now it's Kyle Murray. It looks like it's getting better, but this is an important year. And all my point is, like, I just think area on the side of patience and development, and when you made that decision 18 months ago and you're taking a guy with a little bit of a different background like John Harbaugh's, it's going to take a minute.
3: Yeah, okay. I, um, I look at the Giants. If everything works out, they might be a pretty good team in a couple of years. How, how long does it take to get to be a pretty good team? Six, seven, eight years? Ridiculous. It's okay. ridiculous. Well, y'all, y'all the fans for the Giants, not me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. If if Joe Judge is fired after the season, it'd be the third straight season a Giants coach only lasted two seasons since they moved on from Tom Coughlin. Who, by the way, he, I was on the radio in New York at the time, going, "Is Tom Coughlin really the answer? I don't know if this is working." Uh, you know, before he won the Super Bowl. All right, um, Jay, we have your round ball rankings to get to.
6: Yeah, what's what's going on, Jay? You're gonna. What are you gonna do here? We're ranking MVPs. We're ranking the people I think have the best odds to win MVP. The people I think. I think (laughs) Jay's algorithm. Damn it! All right, let's get it. Kick me off. You saw him in the last preseason game, Mike Tannenbaum. He had 40 points. This is Stephen Curry, one of the most prolific shooters in the game of basketball. Single-handedly, last year, carried his team to the play-in game, where eventually they did lose to the Memphis Grizzlies. But what he did last year was unprecedented. The numbers were off the charts. A lot of people thought Stephen Curry was going to fall off a cliff, similar to how Max Kellerman thought Tom Brady was going to fall off a cliff. It never happened. Stephen Curry, one of the best shooters in the game of basketball, Keith. Do you agree with Number or do you not four. Agree? Yeah, greatest shooter of all time. I'm bringing you in. Thank you. Thank you. you. Bring him in. I'll bring you in. I'm bringing him in. Until
3: it matters most, then he went over in the overtime. But anyway, they okay, went home. That's okay, fine. Yeah.
6: Number four. This is for you, Alan Gates. Joel Embiid. Now, look, last year he finished <clears throat> second in the MVP voting. A lot of questions this year. That's right. I give him an air horn. We'll see how they play with Ben Simmons, considering what Philadelphia fans, how they will be treating Ben Simmons. But look, I, I think the talent for Joel Embiid speaks for itself. He talked about the numbers last year, 27 years old, average 29 points, 11 rebounds, but he missed 21 games. That's why Jokic won it last year. The question is around durability for Joel Embiid. Needs to play games this year to finish top three or top two to get the MVP. Moving on. Number three. He has a new coach. There's no more Rick Carlisle. There's Jason Kidd. Probably one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game. And Luka Doncic, that's right, I said his name, averaging 28 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds last year. They finished 5th in the West. A lot around Luka Doncic's success in the MVP voting will be how he elevates Dallas. Kristaps Porzingis, other guys in this team need to play at a high level because Luka needs to get this, get this team to top 3 in the West. If he can do that, which I don't think he can do, but if he can, he'll have a chance to legitimately win the MVP. Number 2. Giannis. NBA Finals MVP, first player in NBA history to average 30 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists on 60% shooting in the NBA Finals. I don't give a damn what anybody says. If you watch preseason basketball, which I know Key doesn't watch preseason basketball, but I do, he added a jump shot to his game. He's making fadeaway jump shots. He's shooting the ball without even thinking about it when he comes to the three-point line. He's taking three seconds to shoot a free throw. There's no more bounce, 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 wait, bounce, 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 wait 20 seconds at the free throw line. He's shooting the ball. If he adds the jump shot to his game, watch out. He will take the league over.
7: Number one.
6: Kevin Durant. I mean, game five performance against the Milwaukee Bucks. The dude had 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. Okay. Last year, he just played 32 regular season games, but he averaged 34 points shooting 51% from the field. Shooting 51% from the field and 40 plus percent from the three point line. He is the most efficient scorer the game has ever seen. Maybe the most lethal scorer other than Michael Jordan. You pick which one you want. MJ. I'll take the you could take MJ. I'll take the guy who's close to 7 feet tall who comes close to shooting 50-40-90 every single year yep. and makes the game look easy. You want to put a smaller guy on him? I just want to win. I just want to win. That's the thing. You take a bigger guy on you, fine. You want to put Brook Lopez on me? Fine. I'll take you on the perimeter. I'll dance on you. I'll make it look easy. How many times,
3: if you played the universe out a billion times in a billion simulations, if Michael Jordan had a look from three in a game seven, how many times would he airball it? A bi- zero in a billion tries. I'm just saying. Michael Jordan. I, you take Michael Jordan. But I'm how with many, you on KD. How many
6: minutes did Michael Jordan play in those games? Uh,
3: a lot. He played a ton of minutes. He led the league in minutes every year. And by the way, he played 82 games a season. <laughs> just leave MJ alone. Talk about every... I'm uh, just
6: saying, you, you, you pick one stat to, to beat up on Kevin Durant. I'm not I, beating I, up on him. I think that's weak, man. I'm not beating up I'm just comparing I, I him to I MJ. Think, I, think, I, I think that's so weak, Jay, man. I'm not, I'm not so beating
3: Michael up Jordan on him. So Michael Jordan has never missed a game-winning shot? He's never missed it. He's never airballed a Game 7 win-or-go-home shot ever. And he would never. But um, I'm not even going to Lied,
7: Lied and Lied. I'm not gonna
1: get into the KD, Michael Jordan comparison, all that. That's, wow. That's not what we do on this show. I do have close <laughs> to 50 points. Here's what I'm going to say to you, uh, Mr. Williams. First of all, I am the only guy on this set mm-hmm. that went to a preseason game.
6: So don't tell me. Actually, you're not. Who went? I've been to a couple preseason oh, games. Oh, you went to a preseason? Yeah, I just okay. didn't talk about take it. Every,
1: every day in the A block,
6: you talk about what
0: you yeah, do, I, I don't really I,
1: talk. I went to a preseason game, so I do watch preseason games. <laughs> yes, I know. You sent us Mr. a picture Williams. of yourself on a jumbo So screen. I wanted to let yes. you know. I know you did. <laughs> on top of that, LeBron James, AD. I mean, come on, man. No LeBron well, James. address LeBron. Let's no hear, LeBron. I want to hear you no address. No LeBron, LeBron James at all? L-
6: this, Zero. Is, this is Key's argument on why he didn't have certain people to win the MVP in football because star studded teams, there's too many weapons, right? When you say, hey, Lamar Jackson, he has a better chance to win because Lamar Jackson has to do more with less. I see LeBron James when you have the brand name recognition on this team from Russell Westbrook. Was he an NBA MVP? From Anthony Davis. Is he not a top five player in the league? From Carmelo Anthony. Is he not one of the. Top 50, I don't know if you want to put him in the top 50 greatest players of all time. It seems like he's in that conversation. But like, so
1: you punish in LeBron because he's with an elite group of guys.
3: Well, time out. Wait, I got another I one for I you, I wouldn't say punish. Jay, well, punish. Jay, by the same logic... When James Harden was playing last year, he was the best player in basketball. I I agree, Katie's better than James Harden, but somehow last year, game for game in the regular season, Harden was the best player in basketball. Mm -hmm. He's on the Nets. He's not on your list, but at the very least, he's going to take some votes away from Kevin Durant, right?
6: He could. Yeah, I'm not saying he can't. I don't care about that. I I want to know about LeBron
1: James in AD. Can
6: I tell you something? There is nothing more, as a historian of the game, I would love to see then LeBron James win an MVP at 37 years old.
2: And what if? If he wins
6: MVP at 37
2: years old, like that's it, game over to me. Jay, I got a question. What about Joker? How come he hasn't have a chance to repeat? I, I think Joker. <laughs> they don't Joker's like Joker. Crooked. They don't like
6: some people don't like Joker in the show. I love Joker. Yeah, Joker's I just crazy. I, I think not having Jamal Murray for. Depending upon when he comes back, they did just sign Michael Porter to a pretty massive deal. Joker could put up big numbers. I just think where to- – <laughs> Joker also kept his team like top four in the West.
5: Yeah, in the West. he's able to
6: do that again this year, okay. But I don't know if I'm going to see him doing that. And yeah, I don't Jay really Porter
2: care about all that, money. but no, – LeBron- Back to
6: LeBron
7: James.
1: <laughs> back to LeBron James on the other hand. He plays the night, obviously, Jay, um, against Golden State. How do you see these old dudes coming out?
6: I th- I'm not worried about the Lakers in the regular season. Okay. I'm not. Like, we had, obviously, uh, you know, God, why am I drawing blank? Because we have so many guests on. We had Tim Legler Lich, on right. earlier this morning. He's like, hey, the, the, right, free, the right terminology for Russell Westbrook would be another battery pack. And I, I thought that was a brilliant line to say. Because I think he injects energy and in youth and actually allows LeBron to play a little bit more off the ball, which you want to keep LeBron's minutes to a lesser degree. You don't want him to overload so early in the season, considering we just had the last two seasons that seemed like they were condensed. You want him to be fresh and healthy for the playoffs. I don't think you
3: can discount. I know MVP is not just about who's best. It's about situation and all those things. But LeBron last year, 25, basically 8-8, eight and eight with a steal a game, shooting about 37% from three over 50% from the floor, and leading the team. like There's going to be a sense by the end of the year that the Lakers, if they stay healthy, are this juggernaut heading into the postseason. I think LeBron and KD are in very similar situations, Jay, in terms of the way they'll be perceived on their teams. Are you talking about KD without Kyrie or KD with Kyrie? KD with at least James Harden, let's say. Harden and KD is a lot. A last two MVPs on the same team.
6: I mean, they- you have two MVPs in Russell Westbrook and yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. well, J- when does Kyrie play? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I wish I, I wish I could tap into his brain and yeah. tell you what he's thinking, but I, I can't do that. I don't. I can't tell you what Kyrie's thinking.
2: Like, I'm just curious. Like, at some point, like, like we saw Cam Newton change his mind. Like, I, I'm assuming he's going to change his mind. Right? Everybody. So, how, I I got, curious, everybody. How everybody got some how, different beliefs? How much beliefs has Cam Newton made right?
6: over his career? Call it a hundred see Kyrie's made over two so pretty good money I I think you know for somebody if you want to make a point if you have a lot of money in the bank I think the reason why most people come back is because they want to play they want to keep earning out have a job or the love for the game I I don't know if Kyrie's in that same bucket
1: well Kyrie said that he wanted to play and he he wanted to play and he's not a fool to lose money so I don't know we'll see that's what he said but anyway back to LeBron James got to go to break
3: Dr. Pepper call in line, by the way, 888-SAY-ESPN. Who has had the biggest impact in his first season with the new teams at Matthew Stafford? Hashtag KGM. You can weigh in on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed at Key, Jay, and Max. Who will be the NBA MVP? Even after watching Baker Mayfield this season, someone still believes he can win a Super Bowl, and it's not Mike Tannenbaum. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.
4: to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash unsportsmanlike.
3: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN News, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers, wherever you get your podcasts. Mike Tannenbaum and Jeff Saturday are here giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Good morning, guys.
2: Morning. One of us showed up in a Chevy Tahoe. You know, we have a, a rock star offensive lineman. He didn't come here in his Tahoe. <laughs> I just wanna, I walked.
1: I just want to know when it was time to scout Jeff, what did you think? That's what I want to
2: know. He played on Saturday, not on Sunday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. There was
7: a
0: lot of them. There was like 31 others that thought the same thing. Only one gave me a shot. He's in the Hall of Fame, T.
1: He's in the Hall of Fame. Keith,
0: we it. talk about
2: it all morning when, when, when you are short and slow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because. The, your former general manager Bill Polian um, famously passed on uh, uh, the linebacker from uh, Washington that played all those years. Uh, this smaller guy, what the heck is his name? Play for the Rams. dot com. Oh, Fletcher. Oh, London, London Fletcher. Fletcher. London Fletcher. London Fletcher. He passed on him, and his son played on the team at that college, a small Division two, Division John, John three Carroll. school. He passed on him. He watched him like every Saturday. <laughs> it was like, eh. And London, Fletcher went on the plaque like hundred years. Not an
3: exact <laughs> science, man. Not no an exact way. science. And Bill
1: Polian is one of the greatest general managers there ever was. Yeah,
3: well, you ain't gonna bat a thousand. So Mike and Jeff were on Get Up together earlier. Uh oh. When this happened Uh-oh. between Mike, Jeff, Marcus Spears, and Dominique Foxworth.
2: Foxy, they needed him from Baker. I'm just telling you. They have needed him from Baker, and you. he hasn't
3: come through. Bro,
2: his come
1: defense has given
0: up 40 He's, he's chasing. What's he lose, 47, 42? Like, he's not making enough plays. He threw for 450 yards. Like, like, how much are you going to ask him for? point, At some point, I understand what you're saying I'm about not- quarterbacks making big plays. But at the end of the day, he can make enough plays to win you a Super Bowl. I have no doubt about that.
3: All right, all right. I think you can. Win I a said Super Bowl what I with said with Baker Mayfield. Absolutely. I think you can win a, Baker, a Super Bowl. But, but
2: the two, two Mike, you're shaking your head. No. Yeah, because here's why. When you need so much around him, unless he's going to take a below market deal in his mind, someone like Kirk Cousins, someone like Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill, where you again can keep. You need they already signed Chubb, but you guys signed Denzel Ward. Why tell her all these other good pieces? Sure. If not, he's gonna have to graduate. And I don't. And Jeff Key, you guys know this. Like when you say, "Hey, guess what, Baker? We love you, and we're gonna pay you like a B minus." He's gonna walk out the door. I'm, I'm gonna tell you,
0: Bill Polian, to his credit, brought me in. I was a center. I was, you know, it, it was my time to get paid, right? And he looked at me and said, "Hey, listen, I, I, I'm not gonna make you the highest paid center in the NFL." Not going to do it. I got Peyton. I got Marvin. I got Ed. I got, you know, I got a lot of things right here. Got defense we got to take care of. I'll make you a top three, top four paid center for you to stay here. But I will tell you, when you finish your career, the best decision you will have made was to stay with the Annapolis Colts. Your name will most likely be placed into the ring of honor because you'll have so many Pro Bowls and championships or ability to win a championship because you'll be on a good team. Now, hold on. Listen. I went home and I thought about it. If you tell Baker Mayfield where are you going to go. And this is what I said to my who are you going to bring in to the Browns? You're in a perfect situation if you're Baker Mayfield because it doesn't have to be all you. You have enough pieces and parts to go win. So go win. I'm telling you, winning cures everything. And by the way, it might not be this contract. You're going to get another one because I did. And at that one, you might smoke them. But at some point, you may have to take a little less. I think he will be fully on board to do that. That's how the Browns are going to stay together. You do? There's two. You're, 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 I do. Sh- 100%. Sh-
2: here's a guy that transfers in college, has a massive chip on his shoulder, which I'm saying in a positive, where where is he going to take less money? I I would be shocked if he took less money.
1: Here's where he's going to take less money, because if he leaves the Cleveland Browns, he's going to get less money. Thank you.
2: I agree. His best value
1: is to stay with Cleveland, Cleveland, period, because there's not 31 other teams that are lining up at the door for Baker Mayfield. That's right. The worst team, whoever the worst team is with the worst quarterback, They're not lining up for Baker Mayfield. Here's the problem. To you, though, when you talk about what Bill Polian told you about taking a little bit less money to be in the ring or honor and do all your things that you're going to do and win Super Bowls and Pro Bowls, things of that nature, you were an important piece of the offensive line as a center. Big difference. Right. It's hard to replace you. Yeah. It's pretty easy to replace Baker Mayfield because I can go get a Marcus Mariota, for instance, and put him in there, or Kirk Cousins. If I want to revisit that, and I've coached Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, if I'm Kevin Stefanski, Kirk Cousins has another three years left in him. Yeah, I like Kirk Cousins. We could do the same things with less money tied up with Kirk Cousins as we could Baker Mayfield. So Baker Mayfield and his representatives got to be smart enough to know I'm in a good space here. I yeah. can't get my ego caught up. Because Josh Allen's getting two fifty, uh, uh, Lamar's all of a sudden getting ready to get three seventy five with three hundred fully guaranteed doing one day. It, it doesn't work like that. And, and I honestly
0: believe, as players, you're smart enough to look at yourself and go, "I'm not an elite quarterback. Like I, I am a good quarterback. I'm a good. I'm, I'm a good NFL quarterback. I am not Josh Allen. I'm not Patrick Mahomes. I'm not Justin Herbert. Right? Like you. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not expect- Lamar Jackson.
2: I spent time with him in the pre-draft process. I don't think he's wired that way. And I think he'd rather go to Detroit and get paid. And maybe I'm wrong. And, Key, I totally agree <laughs> with you. Like, go to Kirk, Detroit. Kirk Cousins, Good. Good gracious. I think Kirk Cousins is the perfect guy that you could plug in and play. I totally agree with you. And then you keep guys like Denzel Ward and all these other pieces. Here's, I just don't know why if Baker would, Mayfield's wired that way. Why part, would
0: you leave Cleveland to go to Detroit? Like, like, at some point from your career, you have to realize – so either way, he's going to make a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money. And if you win, you have the chance to make it again. If you lose, you do not, because now you have you have you have bought. I mean, you bought. Here's
1: bought here, here's why you leave is because the team that you with don't want you. Well, that that, that that's yeah. why, right? I, I they gotta, say yeah. if Andrew Bailey say, says that, right? They say to themselves, "Okay, we can spend." 95 on this guy, or we can spend 150 on this guy, but we're going to be in the same position, and they move on from it. Yeah. I mean, that's that, – that's that the, can it, happen. To me,
3: that's the issue, and we got we, we to gotta pay some bills, but the Browns can win, can win with Baker Mayfield. Yes, But increasingly, I notice in recent years, the trend is you can have a Nick Foles and he can catch lightning in a bottle and win it for you. But look at the quarterbacks who are winning Super Bowls. It's Tom Brady. It's Patrick Mahomes. You know, uh, uh, they, why didn't the Rams win that year in the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever? They had Jared Goff, right? So they had to get better there. You can win with Baker. It's not a great bet, though. So you don't want to put all your money there.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good bet you can win with him because when you mention those other quarterbacks, you mention in a brand, not what they did in the game.
3: The NBA season starts tonight. So you, So the Nets... Can they win it all without Kyrie? Stephen A. answers it. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast.
5: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click grainger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Keyshawn J, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Look who's here! Stephen A. Smith himself. A what talk. up? What up? Brought Fool to you by Flesh. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise.
6: Yo, Stephen A., you here, man? What up, what up man? What's going What's on? on fellas? How y'all doing? Good. Are you enjoying good. the cool weather of
7: New York City? You know that's really low. That's to y'all, <laughs> my boys. You <laughs> nice y'all, my boys. and y'all know how I feel about cold weather. And I just got back from LA last You're really night. You really dark it's now. 80 huh,
1: you're really dark you're well, glowing well,
7: well well, I mean you know well, well, let me give Molly wood molly the, and you know she she looked out for a brother, sent me to the spa and yeah. sent me to the spa he for my birthday. My birthday was last week, and she and she treated me to a spa treatment. They gave me some kind of facial, and I've been glowing like I got a... <laughs> well, I thought, I thought, <laughs> what
1: are you going <laughs> to do a spa for? Go outside the no, sunshine in L.A.? I thought it was the sun in L.A. Because I, yeah. yeah. I, I came
7: back super dark. I'm yeah. already dark, all but right. then I
1: got a different glow to me because yeah, that, right. of the sun well, in L.A. You, know, you,
7: you, you Keyshawn. I'm Stephen A. It's just a little different. That's all. Nah, it's all good. So, look, man,
1: we're talking about Kevin Durant, Giannis. You know, we're talking about LeBron, Steph Curry, MVP whatever
7: yeah never mind that how about them cowboys oh, damn. i can't front cowboys ain't no joke uh, they legit contenders. They will fall. It will happen. You've been saying it, that for uh, about six weeks now. No, no, no. I've been saying it for 27 years and I've been right. Uh, so let's be very clear about that. Don't don't get don't let me get specific. But right now, they look like a juggernaut. I still got questions about their defense. I got questions about their play calling. We'll get into that a little bit later. But in the end, what it comes down to is this. I got the Dallas Cowboys one of the top five teams in the NFL. That makes them a legit contender. And we'll see what happens. They will fall. What because can they go are... wrong will go wrong. Will it go wrong? Yes. They're allergic to prosperity, Max. You know this. They Allergic to prosperity. Hope Every so. time everybody bigs up, big ups them, they can't handle it. I know Dak uh, le- got them looking a little different right now, but look at the quarterbacks they're going against the last four weeks: Jalen Hurts, Sam Donald, Daniel Jones, and 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 who the hell did they go you, against? I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, look who they went against. That ain't who can be who you're going to be facing come playoff time. Hold so on, me-
6: oh, oh, oh. enough. Enough. You're not gonna do this to me on my day, Keyshawn.
7: Okay, go on. Not ahead. on my day. All not right.
6: on the day that the NBA season starts.
7: Okay, it opens up. We talk up. about
1: football
6: the whole damn show. Yeah, I forgot. Now I we're got, getting to some basketball. I got two
7: Mr. NBAs. Here, That's bro. right. That's right.
6: Can I ask you something? Yeah. If Ben Simmons starts in his first game against the Brooklyn Nets, what will be the what will be the reaction from the Philadelphia fan base? Well,
7: it's already going to be vicious, and here's the reason why. If you watch them in a the huddle. Uh, during the last preseason game, he looked very, very disinterested and detached. Mm. As a guy that worked at Philadelphia for 17 years, I can assure you that's not going to fly. You have to remember that Philadelphia, in their eyes, have given this guy a a honeymoon period. They knew he couldn't shoot, but they knew he could ball. um, And they respected it. His first year, he couldn't play. Uh, The last few years, he's been an all-star, but they knew he couldn't shoot. And they gave him a lot of love, and they gave him a pass it wasn't just that he performed badly against the Atlanta Hawks in the Eastern Conference semifinals. It's that he blamed them. And see, Philadelphia took that personally because they're not going to believe it was just Doc's postseason words. They're not going to believe it was just Joel Embiid's postseason words. They're going to believe it was them. It was that Philadelphia fan base that you had a problem with that you didn't want to come back to. And when you've got guys like Allen Iverson as a backdrop where you gravitated towards that and you embraced the adversity and the vitriol, and you stepped up to the challenge. That's what Philadelphia prides itself on being made of. And the fact that you didn't want to come back, that you just came back for the money, and that they're looking at you as if you just came back for the money, oh, my Lord, if that brother mm-hmm. doesn't appear to be interested, they are going to eviscerate him to the point where he ain't going to be able to walk the streets.
3: Philly took it easy on him. They get, you did, said, honey, they took right, it Max. easy. What
7: about, what about Kyrie? What kind of resolution do you see for Kyrie? Me personally, I think, and the Nets. I, me personally um, I think they need to trade him. Uh, the problem is there's no market out there for him because every executive I've spoken to says, we know he's box office. We know he's a superstar talent. The question is, how badly does he want to play? We don't trust that he's going to come in here and just play ball without these other distractions. We don't believe that basketball is his priority. As a result, he's probably not going to go anywhere, but if you are the Brooklyn Nets based on things that have transpired, I I reiterate this point, guys. He was off 10 months last year before coming back for seven games and needed a break. I mean, a a, a break in two weeks after you've been (laughs) off for 10 months. (laughs) I mean, let's just put that – we don't put that in enough perspective. Ten months off, two weeks back, and you need a break. When you look at – KD going to always support him. Yeah. James Harden. Supposed to. James Harden's a real dude, but he's going to keep his mouth shut. At the end of the day, they're hoopers. Kyrie is a dude who can hoop exceptionally well. The difference between hoopers and guys who can hoop exceptionally well is that he has the talent on par with anybody. But they want they, they give you the impression they'll play for free. Kyrie acts like there's so much on his mind that basketball is damn near a distraction. And that's just not going to fly. Mm.
6: But see, I'll still take Brooklyn to come out of the East. So do I. Like we, I mean, you're telling me James Harden and Kevin
7: Durant on the same team without Kyrie Irving. Without Kyrie Irving, Irvin, I got Brooklyn coming out
3: of these. Yeah. So, what can the league do with two MVPs on the same team who can both score from anywhere? Yes.
7: Well, enough we East
1: Coast it. talk, man. Lakers, Warriors tonight. Mm-hmm. What you paying attention to?
7: Well, first of all, let me tell you what I'm not paying attention to. I'm not paying attention to uh, these allegations of being a geriatric squad. Or these allegations of being so old and all of this other stuff. Here's where I stand with the Los Angeles Lakers. They're built for the playoffs. Russell Westbrook being in the lineup is going to be able to spell at least some minutes for LeBron where he doesn't have to prioritize things to every minute of every game the way that he had to last season. I think Anthony Davis is going to be healthy. I think the Los Angeles Lakers are clearly the team to beat in the West, and I think come playoff time, so long as they're healthy, they are coming out. Of the Western Conference. I think that when you look at Denver, Utah, obviously the Clippers and Phoenix to a lesser degree, we have to pay attention to them. But in the end, there is nobody that should beat the Lakers in the Western Conference because I don't think LeBron will allow it to happen. And I think it's actually an insult for people to actually address concerns about LeBron James and the Lakers based off of the preseason. It's the preseason, damn it. There's nothing to be concerned about. See, I
6: think LeBron is actually going to hoist up more threes this year than he ever has before because he has to play a little bit more off the ball. The question would be, how do you arrange Frank Vogel coaching, right? We talk about coaching wins championships. When the game shrinks, you get to the half court. How will that offense work when you have Russell Westbrook and LeBron James on the floor at the same time?
7: My retort to that, Jay, would be this. Do you believe in LeBron James? Yes, I do. Okay, if you believe in LeBron James, then believe in this. Frank Vogel believes in him. And Frank Vogel's going to listen And Frank Vogel came out of Indiana and Orlando as a defensive-minded coach. That's what his M.O. was. He, wasn't, he was not ever considered an offensive genius. He ain't considered one now. I believe his genius will come from listening to what the hell LeBron James tells him to do on the offensive side of the ball. They'll do what they need to do, and that'll be enough.
4: Yeah, to get West, out the West. And West not Westbrook, to
3: again, Westbrook every single year. He's on a new team with new teammates. First half, right. he looks a mess. Second half, he's an MVP. Right. I mean, every year. So by the second half of the season,
7: they're going to have Westbrook, LeBron, AD all rolling. I'm glad you brought that up, Max. One thing that I want to remind everybody. Seconds. One thing I want to remind everybody is this: we got to watch how Russell, Russell Westbrook is hitting perimeter shots. Mm-hmm. Here's the reason why: come playoff time, you're probably not going to want him at the point. That's what I'm you're going to want Rondo up in there. Can Rondo and Westbrook play together? Can't do it unless unless somebody's hitting jump shots. Melo and LeBron will be out there, too. Book it. Boy, they need some floor spacing on that squad. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Greeny is next. You can catch Key and Stephen
3: A on First Take on ESPN right now. We'll see you tomorrow. Put a shirt and tie on.
0: Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.